Hello, you're listening to a sermon provided by the First Presbyterian Church of Mayopac. We worship on Sundays at 10 a.m., and you can watch us live either on Facebook or YouTube. And if you're in the area, there's always a seat saved for you. We hope that this message encourages you to continue growing in humility and faith. Thanks for listening. Our second reading this morning is from the Gospel according to Matthew, chapter 2, verses 1 to 12. Hear now the word of the Lord. In the time of King Herod, after Jesus was born in Bethlehem of Judea, wise men from the east came to Jerusalem, asking, Where is the child who has been born King of the Jews? For we have observed his star at its rising, and have come to pay him homage. When King Herod heard this, he was frightened, and all of Jerusalem with him. And calling together all the chief priests and all the scribes of the people, he inquired of them where the Messiah was to be born. They told him, in Bethlehem of Judea, so it has been written by the prophet, and you, Bethlehem, and the land of Judah, are by no means least among the rulers of Judah. For from you shall come a ruler who is to shepherd my people Israel. Then Herod secretly called for the wise men and learned from them the exact time when the star had appeared. Then he sent them to Bethlehem, saying, Go and search diligently for the child. And when you have found him, bring word to me so that I too may go and pay him homage. When they heard the king, they set out. And there ahead of them went the star that they had seen at its rising, until it stopped over the place where the child was. When they saw that the star had stopped, they were overwhelmed with joy. On entering the house, they saw the child with Mary his mother, and knelt down and paid him homage. Then opening their treasure chest, they offered him gifts of gold, frankincense, and myrrh. And having been warned in a dream not to return to Herod, They left for their own country by another road. Let us pray. Almighty God, we ask that as your word has been read and as it is proclaimed, that it may speak to us, that we, O Lord, as we head into this new year, may follow a star of our own as we seek the place where Christ is, so that we too may be the hands and feet of your love and your grace in the world around us. We ask these things in your most holy name. Amen. This morning, we have an opportunity to follow in the footsteps of the three magi, the three wise men, the three scholars, whatever you want to call them. We have a chance to follow in their footsteps as they search for the Christ child. But we aren't given much information. We're not told much about their journey. There's not much information in the Gospel of Matthew as to when they left, how they left, what they encountered. But it might be fair for us to imagine that their journey was not as smooth as we might think. Because even if they were held in high regard, even if they were very learned, had lots of wealth, their road still must have been bumpy. The roads, the wilderness, was prone to many dangers. Not just wild animals and weather and such, but of course you have highway bandits and things like that as well. Perhaps they had to travel through hostile territory. Yet through it all, the three magi managed to make their way to Bethlehem. 
after following the light of a bright star which was set to sit over the place of Jesus' birth. And that is what we find this morning. That in many ways, we too are still searching. Still searching, still following the holy star in search of the place where we can find Jesus. We all need a star to follow, a star that orients us, that points us in the right direction. My sister, who enjoys sailing and enjoys astronomy, will tell you the importance of how people used to use stars in navigating ships. They help put us in the right direction. And we will find that if we don't have something that we can look for, something that isn't a marker that we can follow, we'll find that there is the potential to end up in some dangerous pit or encountering some other obstacle that we didn't expect. Because if we stay on the established highways and byways, things might be smooth, but we still might encounter a rogue Herod who tries to use us in a nefarious quest of sorts. Which makes it all the more important then that we have something that sheds light upon our path. That when we run into Herods and other vandals on our quests, we will be able to navigate around them. So this year I thought it would be fun for us to try something different as we start a new year. Something that we haven't, maybe haven't done before as a spiritual practice. Uh, something that is uh, the use of what uh, has been called a star word. Because this year we're going to attempt to follow a star of our own. You see, the practice of a star word isn't something new, but it's meant to help uh, provide us a time for reflection, for meditation, in a way that's constant throughout the whole year. It's a way for us to have something concrete, something tangible for us to look at, to see where it is that God is moving, not only in our own lives, but in our world around us. And to see where it is and to discern where it is through prayer and through our time with others. To see where it is God is taking us. Uh, before we hand out these star words, which are turned down so you don't get to pick and choose what your word is. <laughs> your word at first might not seem applicable to your life. But sit with it. Spend some time with it. And you might find that it offers a piece of wisdom you've never expected before. And uh, did I see Troy? Troy there before? Yeah, Troy, do you want to come up here and help me? Uh, help me out for a bit? Yes. <laughs> so, so you can look at your word, uh, um, and you can share it if you want. The, the sort of, did you not get one, George? Oh, would you like one? Okay. <laughs> So the purpose of these star words is to have something to help perhaps uh, give you a focus uh, for this new year. Uh, well, I should take one as well. Yes. <laughs> oh, well, this is, oh, do you want one, Karen? Yeah, I'll take it. Okay. Nobody <laughs> said Star Wars. <laughs> so I guess uh, I'll give you an example of how this might work. Um, ironically, Karen, my word is control, uh, which we were just talking about uh, delegating. <laughs> um, 
So for example, uh, so I have my word uh, which is control and so that will be something that uh, I can think about throughout the year and in the ways in which um, however whichever direction I want to take it. The same is true uh, with your words as well that you're free to sit with them through the year um, and let them speak to you in whatever way they so speak to you. Because these words are one of the last gifts of this Christmas season, or I like to think so. They are a gift in this spiritual practice of listening to where God is, a practice of praying, discerning, and acting. But the thing about gifts, the thing about all gifts really, is that they can be received in a number of different ways. They can be received with excitement, they can be received with joy, or they can be forgotten about, they can be abandoned. You're free to do whatever you want to with these stars. But I plan on giving you an update or periodic updates every now and then as to how my star word has spoke with me or how it has sat with me. And I hope that over the course of this year that we can perhaps share some insights into how these words have spoken to us as well. Because it's interesting as it relates to some of the other texts for this morning. Because you see in the other alternate reading for this morning, we find that our others who are looking for Jesus as well, as we hope to follow a star of our own in search for Jesus. Though this pair of people who are looking for Jesus might be an unexpected pair of people. Because you see in the other text for this morning that, that we could have read, Mary and Joseph lost Jesus. Jesus goes wandering off, does his own thing, and Mary and Joseph run around scrambling, trying to find Jesus. So whether we relate more with the three magi who are looking for Jesus, or Mary and Joseph, the lesson for us is that we need something to help guide our path. Because Jesus can be elusive. Jesus, even as a child, was a troublemaker, and hid in places where we least expected Jesus to be. Because Jesus finds ways to be in the mundane parts of life, the parts of life that we didn't think we would ever find Jesus, even the boring parts. And Jesus can be in the places where the poor and the weary lay their head. Jesus can be in the challenging situations that asks us to trust, to have faith, to have courage that sometimes goes outside our bubble in order to see the places where God is calling us. The three magi who came looking for Jesus, who were following the star, must have stepped outside their comfort zone, their own bubble, you might say. And Mary and Joseph, too, took a step out of their own comfort zone as they leaned in hard and trusted in the promises of God. So what will we find this new year if we are willing to do the hard work of stepping outside familiar territory as we go and follow the star. Because perhaps we will find something new as we reflect on our own star, our own star word, and let the Holy Spirit guide us on our journey of life and faith. So how will we let the Holy Spirit lead us? Or should I say, what will you let your guiding star be this year? Because it seems like we are in need of something now more than ever to be that steadfast presence. 
Not just because our planet seems to be literally on fire, but because this is perhaps a decade where we can truly impact those who are around us. If we set our hearts, if we set our minds, if we set our hands and our feet on the life-giving power that comes from God. We can work on healing the created world that has been poisoned. We can help lift up and speak for the poor, the oppressed, and we can do much more as well, much more, if we travel together following the star. Because I don't know if the Magi would have gotten very far if they didn't rely on those who were around them. So get ready. Get ready as we head out into this new year, this new decade. Though some of you, I don't know if some of you might be the few who argue 2021 is the start of a new decade, but you know, that's a whole other thing. But get ready. You might want to take a nap first. Jesus took a nap, so it's okay, don't worry. Get some rest. But this is one thing we have to do together. And together we will follow the star that guides us and the star that offers so much as we offer up our hearts, our hands, our feet, and our minds in search of the place where Jesus is. Amen. Thanks again for listening, and we will hold you in prayer as we head into a new week. If you'd like to learn more about our church and ministry, or if you'd like to learn how you can support us, you can visit our website at mayopacchurch.org. Until next week, God bless.